Bottom boys, 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 art. That was so good. That was so artistic. I feel, I feel alive. I feel like I've tapped into the true meaning of culture the true meaning of art we're gonna be talking about art today we're gonna be diving deep we're gonna find the perfect piece of art but before we get to all that paul you've been gone where'd you go oh you been where Uh, you been seattle just got back from seattle a couple days ago yeah, yeah, yeah. Good time. Yeah, I was. I had a good time. Did you throw the fish? Did you Did you see the people throw the fish? Uh, no. Well, I did. I walked by them throwing the fish. I've seen the fish throwing thing before, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Went out and saw some whales. Ooh, yeah. Did you see the whales? Those what, were cool. What kind of whales? Orcas, yeah, the the killer ones, right? Killer ones, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Those ones are actually been like kind of vicious lately too. So, yeah, I'm glad they I'm glad they didn't come at you. The uh, no, we got kind of close to some, but really close to some. The guy was like, "Oh, we're up too close." But uh, have you ever like touched any of those? Like, I touched a dolphin one time. That was weird. Oh yeah, I think I did touch a dolphin in. Uh, yeah, it feels like uh, Florida. It, it's like wet rubber almost. It's wild. Yeah. Like it's I don't know. It's like a suit. Uh, I didn't really like, like it. A slick. I don't think they're real. Yeah, like I've touched I'm touched a dolphin. I'm pretty sure that <laughs> that's fabricated. I that's... did go uh I did see uh the uh I went on a tour of the uh Seattle's underground uh toilet tunnels. <laughs> They have underground toilet tunnels. Well, yeah. Apparently, well, when I when he signed up for the uh, tour, uh-huh. it was like they're the underground uh, tunnels tour of the Seattle's underground tunnels. So I thought it was going to be something uh, like like an underground railroad, maybe or something. Well, like yeah, historical. I thought it was going to be like some some sort of like prohibition thing, mm-hmm. you know, where they like went underground to uh, you know trade booze and stuff, bootleggers and yeah, shit. yeah. bootleggers, and then they. Uh, I mean, they even put us in when they first start us. They start you in this, uh, like an old timey bar saloon thing. Uh-huh. And also, so I was like, yeah, kind of going to get some, yeah, yeah, we're going to get some Al Capone shit uh-huh. going on here. I'm going to be fucking uh, Geraldo Rivera walking through this <laughs> underground, uh, come to a big empty room at the end or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then they uh, then they let us in there, and then it's just like some. It's it just looks like some some guy's basement and it's just <laughs> a bunch of toilets. Apparently, <laughs> just got a big basement for them. Seattle's nothing but a basement full of toilets. Yeah, well, you heard it here first. Uh, Seattle's history is very toilet based. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Uh, well, I, why? <laughs> well, um, and. Well, our tour guide was a less aspiring comedian. So oh, okay. Did. So I he counted. Was I think jokes. I counted like. 37 poop-related puns. That's nice. You know? Yeah, so... I, uh, I need to take this tour. Yeah, apparently... I need some new material to steal. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just that old... I, took, I sent you a picture of that toilet. Yeah, so, I, that, yeah. so that was the underground toilets at that little outhouse thing. Well, yeah, but it was... 
Yeah, apparently uh, they got uh, some flim flam man came in and uh-huh. sold him on some uh, Thomas Crapper. <laughs> was that really his name? Yeah, apparently he came in and is that where crap like is that like where it comes from? Yeah, I think so. Some British guys. I call him flim flam man because he like sold him on uh, basically sold him some snake oil indoor, toilets. Right? Yeah, he sold him on those indoor toilets, which. Uh, but he didn't tell him how to do the plumbing and stuff. He just here's the toilet, so you don't have to. Just left him with a poop toilet out of the outhouse. It's basically whatever. like taking a shit it's in pretty. a Home Depot. It doesn't yeah. go anywhere. So then they well, <laughs> well they made everything in Seattle. I guess made out of wood because they had all the. Okay. Uh, yeah, they all, got all those trees. All yeah. the forestry and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, so they made everything out of wood, and they didn't know what they're doing. So. Uh, the, all the toilets were like back, like exploding backwards, and like people would shoot out of the toilets. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is what I got from the tour. I don't know, man. Then, <laughs> I feel like the like the Farrelly brothers would have to do a movie about the history of Seattle. I, I was picturing it. I was picturing they were getting all shit exploding shit, shit out of the toilets, and then they just, uh, and then apparently the uh, city burnt down. Because it caught on fire, and then, again, they didn't know how to do plumbing, I uh-huh. guess, so they couldn't put water on it or something. I don't know. But uh, then the city burnt down, and then they were just, uh, I mean, it leveled it, and they're like, mm, fuck it. And then they just built over it. Yeah, they just built over it with dirt. They put dirt on <laughs> everything and just built the city on top of what they had, and they're like, you know, we already fucked this plumbing up, so let's just fuck this. And they put a road over it, and... Uh, and then made sure, I guess you had to, and we're going to put the plumbing up on the second story or something so uh-huh. that it runs down now when we're shitting. And I, then, uh, I feel like this is kind of like similar to what must have happened in like Planet of the Apes. Like, I feel like <laughs> I'm like there should have been a bunch of like chimpanzees like praising an atomic bomb down there with these oh, shitty yeah. toilets. <laughs> like, that's it. We're just going to pave it over and leave everything down there. Like, it's fine. <laughs> Mutants live down there now. Yeah. So, and then. Oh, sorry. No, no, go. Oh, yeah, and then they just decided to charge people to walk through these toilet basements. I mean, I think that's incredible, though. Like, that's a racket. Like, hey, uh, what what are we going to do with all these toilet basements? I don't know. You think we could, like, convince people who don't live here to to pay tickets? (laughs) Like, yeah, man, probably. Just tell them it's cool. It's underground. Like, that's cool enough. The best spelunking in the world is the underground <laughs> toilet caves of Seattle. <laughs> I fucking love that. Yeah. Okay. Today sorry. we're talking about no. Why would you be sorry at well, all? I, that I is put some off on shit. Sorry. I mean, I learned the etymology of the word crap today, and quite honestly, I don't know that my day can get better than that. Yep. Like that's pretty. Inc- this dude was so shitty. They mm. literally named shit after him. Like wow! I don't like, I don't know that he was an actual no, flim flam man. I just we're said he saying was he is because mm-hmm. yeah we're saying he was. It, he seems like a flim flam man to me. Yeah, and they had to <laughs> pave over the whole city because of his crap crapper. Yeah, I love that shit. So we're talking about shit today, but we're also talking about art, art which are yes. what the yin and yang of the art world is art Ooh. and shit. It's the you Ooh. you you create something and you get you get. People either tell you it's art or they tell you it's shit, and that's oh, just yeah. that's how it goes. Now, nice art, art, right? That worked. <laughs> it was all right. It was okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so art. When you first hear it, what do you think about? 
you know, the paintings and uh, that's and me stuff and orchestras and stuff. Oh, maybe okay. Bit, maybe a little bit. I mean, I yeah, could see that coming up. Painting sculptures. Yeah, things, I think you know? paintings and sculptures like for me is what Renaissance. I would. Stuff. Yeah, I would initially think paintings and sculptures for sure. I think I think when I hear art initially, that's what I think. I yeah, think I like I think drawing, I think painting, I think think sculpting. Right. And it's it's weird because obviously that's like more visual, I guess. Sure. Than, yeah. But that's such a fraction of art, of course. And it's so weird too to think about that because like that's not even like what I personally do as far as arts go. So like immediately my first thought is always painting sculpting whatever yeah I've always, i'm always like i'm not a very good artist but like honestly that's probably pretty not true in general but true. like as far as like visual art eh, you know i just scribble i'm not good at that kind of stuff amber's good at that kind of stuff but art's everything maybe not everything but like yeah. art can be so much stuff i like you know art can be physical it can be you know ballet it can be skating it can be i mean even sports i feel like to some extent there's depending a- on how you do it there becomes an art form to it and i think like there's a line where some people don't call certain things sports and other things sports because right where's it a sport and where's it an art like cheerleading is mm. it an art form or is it a sport dancing oh, yeah, an art form dancing. or a sport yeah. right and so it's yeah. like they're art forms they're just athletic art forms but I'll slow down a little because I'm gonna yeah. start going everywhere. Yeah, we're gonna I'm gonna start going everywhere. But I'm gonna talk about this book. Okay, my boy Jeremy Nathan. I went and saw him play uh, Saturday night. Recommended this book is Rick Rubin, the creative way of the creative act, a way of being. Okay, he talks about basically everything. For him, art isn't necessarily even the output. It's the way you like process and live life. Art is like a way of taking the human experience and putting it out for other people to like dive in and either share that experience or critique your vision of that experience. But art stops being about the physical thing and starts being more about your vision that creates that physical thing is a lot of what I got out of this book. It's, it's an interesting read. It's a deep read. It almost feels like a philosophy book to some extent. Yeah, I started reading that on the plane and stuff, and yeah. getting back, and I felt I, I felt smart just reading it. Actually, I mean, but. the way he breaks <laughs> things down is insane. Like, you yeah. would not think, looking at the man, you would not think this is one of our artistic geniuses, but he fucking is. He's, yeah. he's insane. The way he says stuff, you're just like... I have, there's not many books I've read that, like, explain something that I think or feel in my head, but I've never really had great ways of expressing that. And I think a lot of people who delve into like creative acts, creative things who are into making stuff reading this, I think you can almost like start to, I don't know, identify the way your brain is working and almost like weaponize it to some extent. Explains it for you. Let you how to use it. Yeah. To do whatever. That. Yeah. That's what I was getting out of it too. When I was. It's like he explains the tools you have and teaches you how to build with mm-hmm. them. And it's it's pretty cool. And it just got me thinking about how everything can be art. Yeah, I saw. Well, I've got a question. Let's hear. Because I saw you, you the way you explained it. Uh, can can art be? Does it have to be actively? Uh, created made for the purpose of of being art 
Yeah, do you have to when you're create uh, what? That's a great question. Yeah, actually. for it to be art, can you there have be to... accidental art? I think there can be accidental beauty, but for me, art is the act. So okay. if Ooh. so if now you can come across your art in ways that were unexpected. I do think in, in that way it could be an accident. Well, yeah, for sure. Like you could be doing something, let's say, and your pencil goes womp, and then you're like, oh, wow, actually, that's really what I wanted. In that way, I think an accident can be art. But I don't think like a child just throwing paint and you go, oh, that's art, because there wasn't any intention. But again, I guess it just depends, right? Right. But what, what I mean, like, uh, was film art? So I think yes, I think it yeah. can be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about so when the, let's say um, intentionally, like let's say uh, the disappointments room. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, are the the best film of all time. I actually have a copy on me right oh, now. Okay. You had no idea. <laughs> I, I did not. <laughs> uh, let me get this backpack out. I have a DVD copy. Kate Beckinsale in the Disappointments Room right here. Uh, this is actually a disappointment of a Disappointments Room. This is mm-hmm. the copy that cut our favorite scene. But mm-hmm. but w- let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about the Disappointments Room. Well, I think we could do a whole. We could do I mean, a whole we could do a whole season on the Disappointments Room. But we went into that movie, <laughs> and it was the funniest movie. I have ever seen. I laughed so it, it is, hard. I mean, literally, it's absolutely hilarious. And it's not intentional. No. And for anyone who's never seen the movie, uh, I, I'm not recommending you go rent it or even watch it on Netflix, because the scene we're about to describe has been retroactively removed. <laughs> you can find the original version on a weird like YouTube link, but there's a scene in this movie that is very much meant to be serious. Is meant to be dead serious. This lady has lost a child. She's mourning. There's like a weird party. They invite some friends over, and her husband's like down in the kitchen, like flirting with the other couple while she's upstairs making a cake or something. Anyways, they go to the dinner. And the dinner has the thing that inspired us to have this donut oh, sign yeah, right the donut here. Donut sign. The dinner has a giant Krispy Kreme. Hot donut oh, it's, sign. It's blinking. This this donut sign has nothing on that. Yeah, donut this thing's sign. tiny. That that donut sign was the size of our whole banner. Yeah. It's enormous. And the whole time this dramatic like reveal that it's the birthday of their dead kid is going on, there's a giant blinking neon Krispy Kreme sign. And Paul starts laughing first, and then I start <laughs> laughing, and then it becomes uncontrollable. And because the more serious it got, the more goddamn ridiculous it was oh, that it was in front yeah. of this hot and ready Krispy yeah. Kreme sign. It was insane. You can't write a bit that good. Like, there's no way you'd pull it off without it laughing. Was, it was amazing. It was, in my eyes, a work of art. But... Okay, but it was an accident. Now, before we jump, there is a very funny part where she comes in with the birthday cake. Mm-hmm. And it's got, like, a knife in yeah. it. Like a butcher knife, mm-hmm. because that's what you use to cut cake. And... She, like, slams it down, and it's very clear that this birthday cake is just a cardboard box. It's like a fucking Macy's box One that just, like, just flips. Over. It's <laughs> insane. See it it's amazing. Kate Beckinsale and the dude from uh, fucking Prison Break wrote and directed it. So oh, yeah. th- thank you, uh, <laughs> Remington Steel or whatever the fuck that guy's name is. <laughs> Worthington something. Uh, yeah, Worthington. Uh, I forgot his name. I know. I know. It's something crazy. But yeah, something like that. 
But yeah, you're right. That was accidental. But to be fair, it is one of my favorite pieces of art. Now, that said, they were intentionally trying to make art. They were. They were trying to make a good movie. So I think in the endeavor for art, they still created art. Art that just evoked the wrong emotion. Right. The unintended emotion. Sure. Mm -hmm. And I think that can happen all the time. Right. Uh, but then you accomplish, I guess, your mission, I guess. You did, yeah. You, you evoked... That's the whole deal you, yeah, you evoked... Yeah. yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, art is meant to evoke a response, right? And right. it's meant to make you emote. Yeah. And so at the end of the day, I guess, even if you're trying to be serious and everyone laughs in your face, you still yeah. got a response to it. You still made something that made people react, right? Well, you about, may not like that, but... Well, what about... Okay, what about this? What about comedy? Is okay. that art? I think... I think... It is a subsection of an art. I think speaking is an art. Okay. And I think public I think right. I think writing is an art yeah. and speaking those words is also an art. Right. So I think that's two arts combined. But I think and comedy you, and performance is an art. I think performance is another piece of art. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And I think it's a piece that goes into a lot of different arts. Yep. Well, let's let's go back to our beginnings. Let's go back okay, to our beginnings. No, I didn't no, need to no, jump ahead so no, much, no. I, I actually I like that we went ahead and like talked about a lot of what we're going to touch on because like let's go back to just how we started with art. What is the what's the first artistic endeavor you remember doing? Uh, well, I um, I guess so. I guess the first art thing, I guess that. My mom, uh-huh. uh, she forced me, like, I was in, like, the sixth grade, and she forced me to play uh, to play the flute in band. You you would have been forced to play the flute. Yeah, of all did. the instruments, that's, yeah, she of made, course. But, which, because, I mean, you're in sixth grade, <laughs> uh-huh. and... Peter uh, and the Wolf, baby. Just being in band is not no, really that's cool. not No, it's not cool. That's uncool as it is. Although, we did talk, that could have got you laid. Well, we did talk about that, <laughs> but not in the sixth grade. That's true. Fair I enough. Feel. I mean, yeah, it's not me. Yeah, no, no. no I no. looked like I was a kindergartner. Yeah, you, it, Paul yeah. looked very young when he. Yeah, was Yeah, I did. I, I mean, he still looks like young. A I did look like a kindergartner. Yeah, I mean, pictures, yeah, you looked and, pretty young. And it, it was, yeah. So, not just his band un uncool, but the flute is is the opposite of the most masculine of instruments. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. And so every day I had to carry that damn flute case mm -hmm. uh, it, in the band deal. And uh, even one of the kids, even their uh, a popular show at the time was uh, uh, Facts of Life. <laughs> Did you get called Tootie? Well, yeah. One kid <laughs> called me uh, Tootie Flutie. <laughs> Toots, I think, was it what he said? Tootie Flutie Toots. Toots. And then, so, like, everybody called me Tootie Flutie Toots the whole time. For, like, two years, we'll have to have this damn flute. To, and I I was not good at it. I did it on purposely. Was not good at it. You were trying to be bad. Right, because I... You I, wanted to quit. Yeah, the whole, you know, if you don't want to do dishes, break a dish. Yeah. You know, did you, you know, break the flute? Thing. I didn't break the flute. I knew that probably was not a yeah. Good you might might get yeah. smacked with it if you yeah. break it. But uh, finally, uh, this guy, my mom was uh, uh, my my mom was uh, seeing at the, uh, having a relations with at the time. Yeah, uh, we le we lived next door to uh, his uh, like brother in law, and 
he stole my broke into our house where we were gone somewhere. He and pawned it. Stole my flute. He didn't pawn. It. Well, I, I knew, <laughs> the reason, only reason I know that he stole it is because for some reason we went over to his house for some reason, and I went to was going to the bathroom and. I looked over the side, and there's some towels, and in between the towels, there was my flute just what standing the fuck? there, I know, just sitting there. So, and then I looked over, and then he saw me, and he locked eyes, uh, so he knew I saw the flute. And I, I didn't leave. I didn't. Un, I just kept looking at him. I just leaned my hand over and put the. Uh, the just shut it. I put the yeah. I covered the, it with towels. Yeah, put the towel <laughs> over the flute. Turned, went to the bathroom, and never mentioned it. You're like, again. brother, I don't want this flute. <laughs> Fucking take it. <laughs> take it. You saved me, sir. Yep. You saved me by stealing a musical instrument from a child. <laughs> Thank you, scumbag. <laughs> so that was my first real. Uh, I guess uh, <laughs> that was your first uh, musical. Yeah, I mean, that, no, I think that's. I think that's <laughs> art. Like, yeah, and uh, for me, the first thing I remember. Is growing up, and it was fucking comic books, right? Oh, I'm a fucking '90s yeah. kid, and our 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 friggin' cartoons in the morning were Spider Man, X Men. Mm. We had Power Rangers, Ninja Turtles. I wanted to draw, you know. I wanted to make superheroes. I loved comic books. Had all the little fucking toy biz toys, which I have a ton of those at my house right now too. But I wanted to draw, and so that for me, art. Draw. I would sit down. I'd try and draw. Me and my buddy uh, Seth would do. He's actually a way better like pencil artist than I am. He did actually this oh, picture yeah. here of our D and D party was Seth. But we used to sit down and try and draw comic books all the time. And that actually that's how I realized that like I wanted to write right because I was like, man, I want to tell these stories, but these pictures are not fucking cutting the mustard, my man. These are shit. I am not very good at this. It's like, but I can write a story. I can write a book. I like book stories, too. So, like, boom, I read The Hobbit. I think, hey, maybe I can write some books. And ever since then, I've been writing shit. Do you think that if you, uh, even though you, if you hadn't thought you sucked... Would I have pursued the drawing longer, potentially? Yeah, and could have been good at it, maybe? <sighs> you know... I don't think I probably could have been great at it. I do think I have, like, I, I'm better now. Like, I do draw sometimes. But, like, not anything good. It's usually just a little goofy thing. I do think if I had, if I had patience, maybe. I don't have the patience. And I think that was my biggest problem. Yeah. I don't have the patience. And I, I'm, sh like, I, I'm pretty well aware of my, my deficiencies. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes. Well, yeah. Hey, I I'm am, with you. Me too. I am not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not coordinated. I am, I, I, I'll just, my lines are not straight. I can't, I, my handwriting's the fucking worst. And I feel like at that point, I can't make a straight line. It's not going to work out. I, I can, I can type, I can, I can type a letter. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, I'm with you. I now performing. What's, when's the first time you perform for people? For people. Um, I... <laughs> I I uh, my first time performing. That's hard, right? Yeah. Because what do you consider? Right. Right. Well, what when I was I had a um when I was in college, uh -huh. I had uh, uh a uh my appendix burst. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I got infected, so I was laid up uh, mm -hmm. uh in bed for. A month. Oh shit! Yeah, that's a bad one. And a friend of mine gave me a guitar. 
And th- is that when you like first learned? Yeah. Okay. So I sat there with the guitar. I had nothing else to do. And so I started, you know, picking around chords. on it. Yeah. yeah. I taught myself how to play. That's pretty cool. You know? So I learned a chord, this chord, that chord. And, and by the time I could flip three chords together or whatever, yeah, then I, that's then all I you realized, need. yeah, yeah. Three chords and three th- chords. That's all you need. Three chords and truth. And I, re- I realized I could write a song, uh-huh. you know, yeah. so, uh, I wrote this really stupid song uh-huh. and then I'm aware uh, of your music. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you wrote a really stupid song to it, and then uh, I got, and then, then I got better. Uh, yeah, and I got, and my I healed up some, and then uh, all my friends would always want me to sing that song uh-huh. parties and stuff, and yeah, get out in front of everybody and sing this damn song. So and you were like the, time, the guitar guy, but you actually had a song. It wasn't just like you weren't just playing Wonderwall. Oh right, you, you were yeah. the guitar guy that mm-hmm. had your own bit. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. And so that's really where it starts. for I you. guess so. Yeah, yeah. House, I think so. you start at house parties. You mm-hmm. kind of get tired of the first song. You're like, I need some more songs. Mm-hmm. Like I need to. Some people have seen this one. And next thing you know, you got a damn CD. Yep. And then they and then they're like, Hey, you should go do some Stanford open mic or something. And, Play Think about songs. it. You can write this song, write another song, and then you do it, and then you go and. Next you know, thing you know, you're on the train. Yeah, and and it's much easier. You know, people say you're nervous or whatever, but I'm not nervous right. anymore at all. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if I was when I first started. I maybe probably I was, but I so with stand up. I would say I wa- I did have a fear of public speaking, and I think maybe I still do a little oh, bit. I but have I a just like speaking su- fear still. I think I, I just yeah, I think I just suppress it really well. But like even like at our shows now, I'll I'll do a little shaky thing. Like uh, oh really? Yeah, I mean, oh, wow. I'm not like afraid to do to be up there, but like I get the tremors it's like, like sometimes a, a nerve thing. Uh huh. And I don't yeah. think people notice usually. I never notice, but no, like you seem very... it does happen sometimes. Yeah, and, and they have you do speaking for your work and stuff right well yeah for sure yeah. and and that's almost different but i'll get to i'll, I'll get to that right because for me i didn't start speaking wasn't how i started performing actually music is how i started performing originally uh but i'll start with the very first performance i ever did on a stage fifth grade talent show oh me and my buddy brad see i was big into weird al now I was a dumb little kid, so I didn't realize that you could write parodies of other songs. So I wrote a parody of the same song Weird Al had written oh, a parody of. Okay. Uh, and I wrote <laughs> McDonald's Paradise. Uh, and it was a, yeah, it was a little Ooh. rap we did nice. about McDonald's nice. food. We dyed our hair. I did the Kool-Aid thing and had red hair. It was like barbecue and honey, honey sweet and sour, dipping chicken nuggets, hour after hour. And I'm not going to lie to you, for a fifth grader, that's a pretty good yeah, fucking bar. bar. That's yeah. a good bar. Yeah. I was dipping them chicken oh, nuggets. Yeah. I was f- carrying a flute. <laughs> hey, you know, listen, we all lead different paths. <laughs> <laughs> I used to write parody songs too, though, when I was little. Yeah, yeah. And which do you remember any of them? Uh, yeah. Uh, what's the uh, uh, Captain America? How are you? Don't you know me? I'm your neighbor's son. <laughs> I look through the crack in your door, and guess what I seen? I'm telling your secret identity to everyone. <laughs> Hell yeah. I wrote that. Hell yeah. 
uh, one of the one of I I mean I used to love to try and make parody songs. One of the other ones I had was not any good. Uh, it was supposed to be about cafeteria food, and it was to flagpole sitta, and it was ah, uh, it's not hot, but it's not cold. It's sitting here and growing mold. Oh, it's yeah. not even good, but like I mean. We did it. We were weird owls. We were miniature. Yeah. We were little little weird owls. Uh, after that, I did do my next thing in performing was improv. Okay. Oh, no, that's that's not true. I did a I did a school musical. I forgot about that. In junior high, I did a school musical, and I was so nervous to try out, and I didn't like to sing in front of people. So they put me like as a character that had one line. And at the very beginning, I had to come in with a boombox, and this was like super 90s, like, yeah, cool guys. And I was like, TGIF, man, it's Friday. And I crushed and you it. Crushed I it. fucking crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that one. Nice. Yeah, I, that, was, that was one of the moments when I was like, I know I want to be like the people in the front. But, man, I'm just, like, too nervous to do it. Eventually, that kind of goes away, I feel like. Cause, and I think improv might have been what did it. Because, like, I, got, I, was, I was friends with a lot of people who were in debate, and they would do improv tournaments. And so they would get me in, and I would do it with, like, my buddy uh, that I grew up with. Like, we were just always doing improv stuff. There was a thing called Destination Imagination that wasn't in school, and that was also, like, an improv tournament. And I did that outside of school, and then we got fourth in the world my senior year in wow. high school. You are so, good at improv. Yeah, I, I mean say. that's something I'm I started very young. With your improv. Well, I, I appreciate. I, I appreciate that. I try to improv now, and, but it, it's Drew Carey's fault. You know it oh, is. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm a little kid watching that fucking Drew Carey and Wayne Brady mm-hmm. and them motherfuckers. Yeah, I wanted to do improv, and mm-hmm. we did. It, we did pretty well. We had this. Uh, you got sister teams, and we had a uh, we had a uh, team from Guatemala that was our sister team, and so okay. so like we were supposed to give each other gifts like from our cultures and stuff. And I got like a Guatemalan worry doll, and they gave us all this cool stuff. And we gave them some cool stuff, but we also gave them a uh, a William Hung CD. <laughs> William Hung. Yeah, we gave them a William Hung CD and told them this is the greatest American songwriter right now. Let, <laughs> let us know what you think. And they did not want to hurt our feelings. <laughs> they didn't realize it was a joke. They were so nice about it, and then we finally cracked. But man, that was a good time. Uh, then I did band stuff. I had a band for a while. I did. Uh, it was called Johnny Boy's Arson Club, which is. Absolutely, the uh, that's the root inspiration. That is the root uh, that put it on the list that got chosen. Um, and then I did the Browning with Johnny, and that's around when I started doing stand up. And from there, you know, I mean, I mean, like you said, with work, like I do, I do speaking stuff, yeah. but I do my work is writing. Like I work in advertising, and I do, you know, I I write all the time. I wrote Feast of Legends back there. Uh, so I mean, to some extent. Writing never went away. Uh, even for all the other stuff I did, I still had to mostly write, other than improv. But and little trade secret: a lot of improvers have like bits. They have oh, yeah. like they for have sure. like bullets yeah. that they put in the chamber when it works. Mm-hmm. So we still wrote a little there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, since then, I mean, then you know, we started doing our thing. Stand up. We met through stand up. Started doing our thing. So I mean, that's my history of art. I think it's all right. We've done a few cool things, I feel like, since then. No, I 
ever since I, because I started out doing, the, like I said, doing the uh, guitar yeah, comedy doing the house stuff, parties and like then know, going and then to I, the comedy then, shows. Yeah, and then I I met you and we started doing uh, the Comic-Con. different comedy stuff. Yeah, well, I started, you know, we started with playing some songs and doing some songs and doing some things like that. Yeah, you, you came out and did the Comic-Cons with us, and yeah, we, we wrote a bunch of songs in the van. Yeah, on the way up and back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like some horrible songs, songs some yeah. good songs, you know, uh, however long, a, you know, listen, a 12-hour car ride's a 12-hour yeah. car ride. Coming back. And then uh, and then I was like, I will try to do some different yeah. stuff, because I've been, you know, comedy thing is a thing that I... yeah. Had well, and you, you even done. went to you went to college to do and did art for a little while, right? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> yep, I did do art for a little bit because when I was well, you've you've always just been like an artistic guy. Like you just always wanted to do stuff. I feel like uh, when I was uh, in when I was in like in when I was in grade school, yeah, uh, my a, an art teacher came out to me and was like, "You are." Uh, uh, it looks like your um, uh, everything you draw looks like it's on fire, <laughs> and I, I was like, "Oh shit!" Um, Arson club, baby. And, and, and she goes, and she goes, uh, "But uh, there's a lot of artists draw like they're on fire. I bet you're very inspired by um, Van Gogh." And I was like, um, "Yeah, sure, That's, it was yeah. Van Gogh, yeah." But in reality, I was just. I started drinking coffee at a very early age uh-huh. and very jittery. So it, was just, it just kind of looked like Yeah, it's just a little, yeah, a little very, very, very <laughs> child. But it was enough to, you know, had a fiery deal. Hey. The art teacher said, hey, I like your fire. Yeah. And so yeah. it made me. I mean, you got compared to Van Gogh. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty yeah. cool, man. Mm-hmm. That's pretty yeah. great. Yeah. So then I just started, uh, you know, I went to the military who paid for my college so, after I didn't know what I wanted to do, so I decided to go to school to i I started school to do interior decorating, which is I think that's art artistic as well, yeah, no, yeah, 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 for sure, yeah, yeah, it definitely is for to do the interior decorating, I mean, they're all art class and stuff you have to take it in it, but i was just, I didn't know what I wanted to do was but, it the was it the feng shui is that was that it? Uh, I thought, you know, I thought I remember when I was that, that was big for a while. <laughs> I was like nineteen, so I was like, "Good way to meet there's girls." Probably a lot of girls. <laughs> yeah, good way to meet class. girls. That's what you were doing. Yeah, you know who I met? <laughs> Who'd you meet? Dell. Uh, well, yeah, hey, Dell was in that class. Dell from uh, uh, episode three. <laughs> yeah, what, <laughs> or yeah, two? I don't did remember. Our movie list. Uh huh. <laughs> high school movie list. Um, Dell was in that class, but that teacher hated me. <laughs> and I was not good at at it because I didn't. I mean, we had a a, a deal where I was supposed to, um, uh, like you're supposed to draw the do an ink blot, right? Put uh-huh. some ink down, yeah. and then you're supposed to a small ink blot, and then you're supposed to do an enlargement of it. Uh huh. You know, like a, a, a on a big like poster like, size, blow it up. Yeah, giant thing of the ink ink blot, right? Well. I went, I took it, I did it. It looked great, I thought. And then uh, it was raining when we were coming back. And I freaking, when I got it in there, my uh, deal had uh, ran. My entire uh-huh. freaking picture had ran. Uh-huh. So I I didn't know what to do, so I just changed the ink blot, the original <laughs> ink blot. 
Yeah. You killed the fish and went and bought a new fish. That's what you did. Yeah. Yeah. And then she was like, then the teacher was like, oh, this is really good, but this is not what the original thing you had was. (laughs) I was like, "Uh, yeah, it may have rained and got on there. Oh, great. Because I think I was going to get at least a B, yeah, probably, on that. She screwed you. Yeah, and then she took that out. Yeah. What a jerk. Yeah, she didn't like me. What a jerk. She thought you sounded looked like your painting yeah. was like Van Gogh, though. You'll never... The sh- that can't that get taken... That's a different teacher. Hey, but they, she can't take that away from <laughs> she you. She can't take that away no, from you. No, you all... Forever. Yeah. You are had, a Van Gogh-like artist. Oh, God. She had... Uh, we had a project where we were supposed to uh, make movement, uh-huh. things that looked like it was moving. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, in a picture to make it look like it's moving. And uh, like you said, you don't have uh, the patience or stuff like that. Yeah. I, I think I have some of that. Yeah. You know, where, uh, you know, you, but I was you, you know what you want it to look like, right. but getting there just takes so long. I was working full time at, at, the, at the same time and doing that. That's just an excuse, though. Yeah, no, I get I, it. I didn't make yeah, time sure. to do this project. So it was like a last minute project. And my project was that I was going to, I don't know why this was the project, but I was going to make like these condoms shooting okay. out. Yeah, like wacky waving inflatable arm flailing condoms. Yeah, with with condoms yeah. yeah yeah i was trying like, to be like edgy. like if you opened peanut brittle mm-hmm. and condoms popped yep. out i like, like that <laughs> i was trying to be edgy on this picture but i didn't do it in time so when i got there i said oh crap i gotta do this really quick so before the deal i used elmer's glue uh-huh and it was not enough time to dry uh-huh. it was all just white under it so it was and just dripping like semen yeah you made a fucking over these comb exhibit yeah Exactly. And so I had to put it up because I had nothing else to give her. And then she was like, hmm, uh, I see you had a lot of extra condoms you weren't using. And I was like, oh, great. Oh, good burn. Thanks. Great. And then you said, ma'am, I don't know if you've seen this piece, but I was clearly using them. I was like, I started with two more than this. Okay. Listen. I use these to jerk off, so... <laughs> yeah. So I had to change my major after that. So. <laughs> that burn was just too much. Yeah, there it was, was no bad. coming back. From the whole class, too. I oh, was like, man, oh. they went, nope, this guy don't fuck. Get him out of here. This guy don't fuck. Get him out of here. Get his fucking rain project ass <laughs> cum-covered fucking, fucking shooting coat. condoms out of here. And that's why, yep. That's why he's got that raincoat on. It's because of the rain and the jizz. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, you already know Van Gogh. Who else inspires you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Besides but like, Van Gogh? Yeah, oh. but, like, who are the artists that, like, that you, not, not, I mean, even growing up or now, like, that, like, that you, that you look at and you're like, yeah, that's my shit. That, that's my shit right there. Yeah. I was very secluded. Yeah, for right? sure. And I'm older. So, well, yeah, yeah. So you didn't uh, have, like, internet and anything like no, that. No, we have three channels. Right. Yeah, so I guess my... L- limited access. My inspirations are uh, Gilligan, Fonzie, and Karate Kid. Fuck yeah. Pretty much. I, I mean, guess. that's a good trio, though. <laughs> that's what I, you know... Remember maybe, when... Were you there when we met Fonzie? 
No, I wasn't there when St. Louis uh, <sighs> Comic Con. Oh, I did go to that one, but so I didn't before, see him before it opened. He walked in front of our booths, and I was a f- complete fucking asshole, of course. And hey, and, but and he was the sweetest man alive, <laughs> oh. and like waved and said hi. He's and just so kept much cooler going. now than he was. Back I know. Then. I don't even know. It was how. it was incredible how nice he was. Like yeah. I, because I, I get it. Like there's no way that dude hasn't had 50 years of that fucking asshole yelling oh, that yeah. at him. Like sure. I think he's. I've, I've but heard you kind of he embraces it. Yeah, you like, kind of have you know, to. I feel deal. like, and that's yeah. awesome that he's like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but yeah. how about now? Who, who who's your who's your now people? I've got. I don't. I mean, I don't know. There's really, just, I, well, I, a lot of people you appreciate, of, but there's a lot of stuff that I like. Like you said, you read comic books when you yeah, were younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did. I read a lot of those too when I yeah. uh, I did a, a, a Chris lot Claremont of comic books. was a big one for me growing but, up. Yeah, when I was younger, it was more I was more focused on the artists. Yeah, that than it was sense. the writers. Yeah. Now I'm older, I still read comics, but they're I'm I'm more focused on Yeah, that uh, makes sense. The writers, the writers like then the Brian K. Vaughn, I know you right. like him I a lot. I love Brian K. Yeah. Vaughn. Yeah, I like that like that kind of stuff. I love Stephen King. I love Oh all yeah. Those, Stephen you know. King, did you, uh, we talked about this a little bit? Did you see the headline where he his wife almost divorced him because he would not stop <laughs> listening to Mambo Number no. Five by <laughs> oh, Lou yeah, Vega? <laughs> Absolutely, like what a fucking pimp! This dude goes, listen, I wrote it. I can listen to Mambo fucking Number no. Five as many times as I want. And this was a recent headline. Like this is a motherfucker that loves some Lou Vega. I pitched for Wendy's to do a. Uh, Lou Bega's combo number five, uh, Ooh, and I I, I was met with like silence. Really? <laughs> yeah. Combo number five. No, people laughed, but <laughs> combo number five. <laughs> One, two, three, four fries. Come on. Uh, for me, growing up, I mentioned Tolkien. I mentioned Drew Carey, uh, Mick Foley, and oh, yeah. And I know a lot of people will be like, pro wrestling. Pro wrestling to me is not just an art form. It's like one of the highest art forms. It's improv. It's acting. It's athleticism. It's performance. Listen, don't get me started. But Mick Foley, <laughs> Mick Foley. I mean, growing up, like just his whole sensibility, and he was also the funny guy on wrestling. And I always liked being the funny guy, like in football or at the other. So it, there was, and then for comedy, it was Patton Oswalt. It was Greg Giraldo. It was Dave Chappelle. Those were the guys that were big when I was young. Greg Giraldo had that one song on the radio where they would literally play the music. They played music and then they would have his bits like go over the beat and there was like oh, really? a chorus. Yeah, it was like called "Underwear Goes Outside the Pants." I've not yeah. heard that. So, and anyone listening, look this up. I'll show you afterwards. Okay. But yeah, they used to play it on the buzz. Even like Greg Giraldo was really starting to pop off. I saw him. That was my first live show. Actually, was him. Uh, oh, wow. Um, this would have been probably two or three years before he died, I guess. But actually, oh, wow. the who opened for him when I saw it was uh, Brad Meehan, and oh. and Brad Meehan's who got me my job. Wow. Like it's so crazy how that. Like I wasn't even doing comedy at the time, but. Uh, people now for me who inspires me now um oh i i i will be remiss to mention that actually one of the biggest inspirations for me writing wise was joss whedon uh and that's one of those ones where it's like you start getting to where where does the art and the artist separate it's hard to go back and like watch knowing that apparently he was like a creep or an asshole or whatever everyone says about him now yeah. like there's all these stories that just make you feel mm-hmm. uncomfy which sucks you know like can Louis you listen C- to R. Kelly can right you to- Louis C.K. like yeah. can is there ever a point uh-huh. where you move back does the art separate from the artist 
I don't know. I'm not going to define that line. But for me, I still want Firefly. I would rather everyone be safe while they make it. But I do want more Firefly. And so you get into that thing where it's like, so, but Joss Whedon really inspired a lot of my writing. Uh, I loved him. The quick wit. I'm a big fan. Everything he did. And so it's like, it's hard to, it's hard because it's like, now it's like, I'm still inspired by that writing. I can't take that inspiration away. Mm -hmm. Uh, so apologies to anyone who wouldn't like that, but that was my guy. Like I, I had a, our, my band had a song called Joss Whedon. Nice. It was only called that because I yelled Serenity a lot, but <laughs> <laughs> had nothing to do with him. Uh, now I like the Renaissance men, man. Okay, I like me some Jack Black. Oh, he's everywhere. He's acting. He's singing. He does fucking Japanese game shows. That's my fucking mm-hmm. dude, uh, Donald Glover. I love that oh, yeah. he can do everything from serious to funny to everything in between. He's doing Spider-Man. He's doing Atlanta. He's doing Childish Gambino. Like, I love that vibe. That's the kind of shit I'd love to be able to do. Like, I'd love to be, you know, doing live shows, doing a Netflix thing, doing a little music. Th- like, that That sounds like the life. Uh, and then who else for me? Lil Dicky. Lil Dicky. I fucking love Lil Dicky. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I like Little Dicky. And they're, 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 I feel like, to some extent, I feel like a connection. And, you know, this is dumb because it's just like the last episode of his new season where it's like, I'm just like you. But, like, you know, he worked in advertising. He mm-hmm. did his thing. He went all in. He made it big. And now he's out there making fucking TV shows with Brad Pitt. Like, that's insane. I'd love for, Like, that's an, inspi- yeah. that's an inspiration. No, yeah. uh, I mean, you know, my, but then it goes all over the place. There's people that inspire me, and like Mark Maron, I love his podcast. I oh, like yeah. his stand-up. Uh, Philip K. Dick, probably my favorite writer right now. Uh, Nick Hornby, one of my favorite writers. High Fidelity, obviously, apparently, is a big deal for me because of Jack Black, mm-hmm. too. Uh, Steven Yoon. Okay, I have a question. That's one of my favorites. It's a second. Okay, so this is the second time you mentioned uh, Steven Yoon since we've yes. been making podcasts. Yes, I, I love him. Which I know him. Right, it's yeah. Glenn from The Walking Dead, right? Yes. So, but what is not that he's not a good okay, actor? Okay, so what? Like what, what is the, so since Minari, I've been paying attention to. Oh, him. I haven't seen that. So one, that's incredible. But two, I, that's what really like made me go. Like I always liked him. He was fine. He just wasn't what it was. But like since then, ev- almost everything I've watched him in, there's just something about his performances that draw me in. But what really got me was Beef. Oh yeah, Beef. Yeah. So watching Beef blew me away and made me go this is a guy who came up out of improv like that's his origin story oh really he, he was an improv oh, guy wow. and like the first thing i saw him in was as a very bit part on big bang theory he played the role of the guy who lived with sheldon before leonard moved in in a flashback okay and, and so he did like little comedy things here and there and then he got on walking dead and i was like oh this guy that's cool and then when he like got nominated for the oscar i was like the the fuck and started paying attention and like i don't know something about his journey and also like having watched him become this like incredible actor i don't know i, I just i'm inspired so by inspi- it i get it I yeah get that. yeah man i should look your list are so much better than my list. and then the young bucks my list was fonzie what the hell i mean the young bucks are, are my well, dudes too well, but yeah you know they're my close personal friends after yeah, all i know <laughs> i know they are <laughs> You won't let me hear you. you We're very, very close personal friends. We talk all the time. We talked one time. (laughs) (laughs) 
Two times if you count me bothering them at a charity basketball game. Okay, let's talk performance. Okay. I know I know this is going long, but I mean, are, uh, you, are you into it? I'm into it. I, uh, I'm excited for this episode, uh, just because I know what's happening at the end of okay. this episode. Well, we're going to talk two more, three more things, three quick things. Okay. Performance is art. So there's obviously all types of performance art, but performance <laughs> is a big piece of art, and I think for a lot of different art. Music, like we talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, stand-up, like we talked about. Even acting, like performance is a big part. Like being in front of people can be a big part of it. Um, I don't know. For me, that's one of the best parts of it, I think. Like, being there, getting an immediate reaction to the thing that you put yourself and your time into, like, you can't replace that. Well, that's how, and I would say that's that's why, uh, like, when I say I was writing songs, and yeah. I wrote funny songs, whatever, it's not, I wrote serious songs. I have, I have a lot of serious you, stuff you, that you, I've written. Right. Uh, but I don't, show it out there why because when i play it i don't get the immediate reaction of, of the comedy because when you do comedy you yeah. get that laugh and it's immediate reaction and you know you've done it right and yeah. you know you're doing what yeah you, it's like what you're meant to do yeah what you're trying to get people to feel at that moment yeah it's like an immediate pat on the back yeah. from a hundred people but when i do my serious songs I'll get the, you know, you'll yeah. get a clap, but you don't know if you it's get a respectful. Clap. You get you respectful know, listening, you know, but yeah, I get you that. You don't know if you're getting what I'm trying to say. I, get, I mean, I would imagine that know? would be real tough, like, to to go out there and just have, yeah, you're right, that serious, because you don't know until the end. You don't know until the clapping, and you can right. judge from the clapping a little bit, like you said, but you can't totally judge from the clapping. Right, and even when you, when you do that, you don't know, did you get what I was trying to say? But I, I get... Most, yeah. most of the time, you don't have to really get, because I get some of my favorite stuff, my favorite songs and things like that are, I get it, but I'm sure it's not what he's meaning. Right, right, right. It, but it's what I got from it, and it, it's what helped me get through what, because I use those songs, art, that I use yeah. the art to get over things. That yeah, I, I it helps you process. With. So I just write a song about it. So, you know, I, I have so many half-done songs because I'll start doing it, and I'm like, ah. You're like, you know, well, that was, yeah, yeah that helped you I'm process the, yeah. Yeah. I mean I I I think one of my favorite things about music is when a song you you get a different meaning from it than what it's intended and I think that's one of the most beautiful things about art in general. I mean even going back to the right. disappointments room. They got a reaction that wasn't intended, right. but how much fucking joy has that reaction brought us mm-hmm. over the years? Like I know that like we consider this a steaming pile of shit, but yeah. this is our steaming pile of shit. Like I would not get rid of this movie for anything. And I don't know of anyone else even that's even that. seen it it's just like our own personal yeah it's like it's... a pile of shit that we enjoy so much that even other people watching it don't even they don't necessarily get the no. same enjoyment it's not just an inside joke it's an inside the disappointments room joke. right exactly <laughs> the locked room no one's supposed to go in yeah. because it's full of disappointment it's like that movie the room where everybody's like oh yeah i see why this is so crap and whatever and why people are uh-huh laughing yeah. so much at this whatever no you don't get that yeah there's it. no oh hi mock no this is dead no. this is earnest right i mean i know that he was too but like let's not pretend he doesn't have brain damage <laughs> like <laughs> um okay next topic Some, oh go do it oh it's, the performance i was just talking about the performance do you remember uh-huh uh when uh, we were going to the comedy. Uh, we were going to an open mic. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I was just there. Oh yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. Going, 
I just uh-huh. I know what you're going to you. talk about. So this was at uh, the Red Door or something. It's it, it's closed now, but it was a Kansas City thing. They did an open mic every week, and it was always a competition. Yeah. And we were going out there. Yeah, and, and I don't do stand up. No, really yeah, do he he does in general. His his music is generally what he performs. Yeah, and so every and then, once in a while, we've made him do stand up, and this was one of those times. And it's always funny. If he did it, he would be funny. You weren't making me do it at the time because well, I didn't true. go there with intentions to do the, the stand-up. Right. I was going there. I don't know what it was, but I said something about... We said something about... Uh, Subway sandwich artists, right? Yeah, sandwich art. Sand, well, like Subway, they used to call her employees. The guys made the sandwiches sandwich artists. Which, I mean, you know, I mean, I guess. Cooking's an art. Yeah, does it count? Uh, I don't know if stacking... I guess cooking is, yes. Uh, stacking deli mm-hmm. meat is kind of like making a collage on a piece mm-hmm. of bread. <laughs> But they're like they're not. I don't feel like Maybe they're it doing looks it more for like a ransom note purposes. than a collage. Yeah. <laughs> but then I just started saying, well, I th- I feel like if you actual artist were doing uh-huh. uh do making your sandwiches at Subway, it wouldn't you know you wouldn't be so happy to have that because I then I mentioned freaking the guy from my the my left foot, my the left Daniel Day Lewis movie. <laughs> Which, and at the time, I had not heard of, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, so laughing. I was like, "What?" I just and I <laughs> and now I'm imagining a dude like reaching his fucking yeah. foot up in there and grabbing a bunch yeah. of black olives and just sprinkling so then, them. Yeah. So then they're like, and they couldn't stop laughing. I was like, "What?" I don't know what I did just now. So then they, so then they're like, "Go up there and do the sandwich artist bit on stage." And so, he fucking killed it. Yeah, I wrote a whole damn bit in like ten minutes, thinking of what the hell to write, and just he fucking killed it. And, uh, yeah, I won the. 20 bucks. He, won, he beat my yeah. ass. He's just talking beat about... my ass. Talking about Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis taking him. one foot slapping mustard on your damn sandwich. Or <laughs> freaking Van Gogh. Find a fucking ear in your... Eat a little, right little, little cadmonium yellow yeah. with that BLT. Yeah. Toulouse-Lautrec. Okay. Gotta have that microwave on the bottom shelf so he could freaking... Because he had... Kick it. He had, like, leg issues. <laughs> so he's all sure. I... <laughs> Oh, I just love that that's just another bit that we'll never, we'll always remember <laughs> sandwich artist, my left foot. Um, but you did mention something okay. that goes into the next subject. Okay. The intention of the subway artist is not art. The sandwich artist, you're right. right. It, is, mm-hmm. it is strictly commerce. They are there for the paycheck. Right. Well, the majority of them. Uh-huh. I would assume there's probably one guy out there drawing fucking smiley faces and maybe he's an artist. I don't know. Yeah. Listen, Terry, I didn't mean to offend you, but... Where is the line between art and commerce? And that's something I think about constantly, right? I work in advertising. So are the things I do art? Are they? I mean, the intention is eventually to sway your opinion of a brand or to make you want to purchase a product from said brand. Can that be art? Where's the line? What's the difference between a progressive commercial and an SNL uh, sketch? You know? Is is art uh, then an idea that you take and then create something with that idea uh whether for whatever purpose Mm -hmm. and then i mean because when you come you can't say that when you come up with these ideas for advertising yeah you're you're not uh you're being creative using the creative process right you're definitely being creative with it and then you feel good when it comes out and you're able to put it out onto something agreed and you get your feedback you you know you feel validation you so i think that me and you are gonna agree because 
I personally think that when you look at advertising and you look at art, you think that the dividing line is probably commerce. It's, you know, art with intention to sell. But what piece of art didn't sell? The artist that fucking sucked is the piece of art that didn't sell. You're telling me that people trading art and the art price bumping up when someone dies and art collections. You're telling me that art isn't commerce? Mm -hmm. Art is inherently commerce because art is the job of the artist. And so if an artist's job is to create art, that art is intended to provide for the artist. Therefore, it is commerce. And so that's where I feel like I've come. Now, and that's hard for me because in advertising, I look at the stuff people make and it's like, I don't want to call all of that art, but I've, I've settled. It's not all art. I mean, it is all art. Just some of it's really fucking bad art, right? Yeah. Like it can mm-hmm. still be art. It's just not good art. And so maybe my shit's fucking bad, too. Like, that's great. I don't care about that. But is it art? I think it is. But it's good for someone else, though. Yeah, no someone doubt. Else obviously doesn't think it's bad. Well, right, sure. want to put it out. Yeah, no doubt. And, I, and, and I, don't, I don't mean to say that I do shit stuff. I don't. I do, I do pretty good stuff. I just mean, like, someone's opinion might be that it right. is shit. And I, actually, I know for a fact that there are people whose opinions are that. And I know just... for a fact there's people whose opinions are the other way. But it evoked emotion. It was a creative process. End of the day, I think I've settled on on its art. I think it is. It might not be good art, but I think it's art, right? Yeah, I like it. Okay, I, you know, but AI generated art. Oh, now we're getting into this a lot AI of my work again. too. We're, we're going yeah. back through. We're going through the intelligent stuff because you're yeah you're going through all. This I mean, we're, we're it, it literally we built the foundation yeah. for this episode. It feels like <laughs> a little bit. Uh, AI generated art is that art? Yeah, you think? I th- I mean I think so. I have I know a lot of people are getting a lot of sh- shit for it. Uh huh. Using it, doing I'd, whatever. Yeah. I mean, uh, so uh, well, I guess maybe I should ask, what are you considering AI generated art? So just like I would say, the things you, you, that you're seeing online right now, right? The mid journey stuff, whatever. You type you type the thing in. Mm-hmm. I want you know I want a fucking rubber chicken held mm-hmm. by Rodney Dangerfield mm-hmm. in the style of Joe Matarera. Mm-hmm. Bing, bang, boom. Data prints it out. Is it art? Which is the question Star Trek The Next Generation has been asking us since the 90s. I I didn't watch it. He used to paint pictures and he would just... It it was almost like he was printing. Like he was a printer painting the picture. Okay. Picard then? No, Data. Oh, The robot. The robot. AI guy. Yeah. Yeah. The robot. Got it. So it's like, is it art? I, I... I'm a little torn. I think to some extent, Yes. But I currently think it's bad art because of the amount that it has to come from other things. I think it could be used as a tool for good art. I don't think the tool has established itself to a level where it can create good art. Is it the same thing as like most like most inventions? Uh-huh. There's no new necessarily inventions yeah because there's they like the eight simple things, things that stack but yeah right they just add to other things yeah i um, think it's kind of like that you know it's like people say there's no new stories you're all just going off of uh shakespeare's original right yeah crap so it's a new story you're yeah there's only three stories doing it in a different way yeah or whatever to create it is it the same thing you're taking you're telling it what to do to get to where it was i think i mean to some extent i think it is like i think 
is there that much difference between you being able to click stuff around on a computer and you just telling the computer to click stuff? It's, I don't know. It's, it's just a it's new tool, it, right? It, I think it's making it easier to do art. Yes, it's to making make you more creative in what you're doing. Yeah, it makes right? yes, it makes your it makes art a more it makes the output of art more accessible to more people. Would you say what we're doing is art right now? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, conversation can be art. Yeah. I don't know that I would consider. Consider, I mean, uh, like, but there's performance. This. There's performance right. involved. We're performing it. Uh, we're also recording it. Uh, we're putting it. We're doing. We we're going to plug the website. So there's commerce. We got uh, a video. We're taking video of it. So putting it up, making yeah. a video. I mean, I don't know if documentaries are those art. Is yeah. Or, well, like documentary. Yeah. I mean, a, uh, YouTube videos are those art. Is I'm a snake art. Right. I mean, yeah, to you, some extent, it got it got taken and turned right, derivatively. Cre- we're creating something. So you know what? Nobody else created this. I think it is art. Yeah. I think right now mm-hmm. we this is our art. These are our brushes. Right. But all, like, well, what I was getting to is the in between stuff. Yeah. Uh, I it's not anything we're necessarily good at, and you know, if we to like editing. Uh, like oh I'm yeah, going through the, editing the video. Just the editor of a movie art is he an artist when he? I think does so. That part of the deal? Honestly, yeah. I think that is he, definitely art. producers can be art. Right, like, exactly. So I if think I have to do that. If I can get someone else to do that part of it, or something that's else true. to do that part of it. So the robot so is more? it's part of the collaborative process. It's it's now your bender. He's right. part of the Futurama crew. Like yeah, that's a great point. You would have a person do it. Mm-hmm. If a robot, I mean, and yes, I know robots are replacing people or whatever, right. but that's not the point we're making here. It is still art. Like probably. you said, if food is an art. If, yeah. If if I, a robot cooks it, I'm I'm much I, I'm happy to have a coffee maker. That's a, that is a not having to uh huh not waiting for the French mm, press right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go through all the other stuff. It just makes it easier for me to create something that I wanted to create. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think currently the tool. It, it needs work, obviously, but mm-hmm. I do think that it has a lot of benefits. I'm not going to pretend I haven't used it. I've used it for stuff all the time. But, like Sometimes you just need to think of stuff, and it's not that you couldn't think of it, but it's nice to have something else throw a list together and let you Get look you at things. And, yeah, it, uh, those bingo. Books, you gave me, uh, you've, you've given me a couple uh, yeah. books with the inspirational things to uh Oh, yeah, 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 on, the starters. You know? yeah, yeah, the story starters. Mm-hmm. Like, there, yeah. there was the D&D one, and there's, like, yeah. another one, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you gave me another one. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Uh, uh, to inspire you to do something. You know like, I mean? yeah, to... write a story about, you know, right. the, the last time you saw mm-hmm. the person you love. And then you take that, and then you, uh, yeah. you're supposed to build something off So, of I that. mean, is there anything, yeah. If you get a prompt, I mean, at yeah. my work, it's you get a brief, right? Mm-hmm. At my work, it's like, okay, here's this sandwich. Here's what we want to say about it. Write something that sells the sandwich. And so, like, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think you're right. You're, it's just just part of the process. You're getting prompts from other people, input from mm-hmm. other people. Art isn't a solo process. And I think technology is always going to be a piece of the process. Everyone, we argue about technology all the way up. I'm sure the first caveman that saw someone with a paintbrush was like... <laughs> That'll be a fad. So, like, I mean, you know, I, I'm fine with it. I'm ready to oh, see. Yeah. I'm ready to see where it goes. I was afraid of it at first. I won't lie. I write. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, like eighty mm. percent of my job is writing fucking or was writing yeah. tweets. Now I approve tweets someone else wrote. Yeah. So now I just have to approve the robots' tweets. Right? Sorry, yeah. people. I'm just kidding. And even, th- but even then, you people get. We don't. We actually of, don't use uh, AI I know, right I know now. You're but... re- you, you kind of 
we went over it because we were yeah. running long. Sure, we I mean, it, long, who, who gives a crap? You, we can you, talk as long yeah. as we want. This is our art. No one gets uh, to tell us about, how long our art goes. Right. About people doing the, uh, the uh, uh, what, did, what did you... Uh, steal like an artist? Yeah. The parallel, like, parallel thinking? Parallel thinking, yeah. Yeah, that happens so much. Yeah. Comedians, especially, you'll Constantly. Hear Don't remember you heard the joke necessarily. Right. Or you'll hear like phrasing from a yeah. joke, or you'll hear like, yes. Yes. And you'll hear somebody else do it, and... You, maybe you he wasn't the one that had, he maybe he was the one that originally had it and then you're thinking he's taking it from you type of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I for sure had that happen one time where I was like, Man, I'm pretty sure that dude took my joke. Right. And then someone was like, They've been telling that joke for a long time and I go, Oh, well, I'm an asshole <laughs> Right. It's the whole yeah. deal of you're you, you don't even realize yeah. you're doing it. I mean and I mean how many times have you had an idea, right? And you wanted to make it and you just didn't for whatever reason put it off it just sat in your head and then boom there it is right there on a movie in a song whatever and you're like the fuck i had that idea right all the time mm-hmm. and like i think it just it's just what happens right these yeah, there's just ideas out there just waiting for people to take them and why can't the ai be here that's a great point parallel yeah why can't it it, it it can parallel think for you <laughs> okay now we're gonna we're gonna ramp up here oh, with yeah. a really big, Whew. really big event. I'm excited. One of the biggest events we've ever oh, had. Yeah. Uh, as as you have probably gathered from this, we are huge art connoisseurs. I, are, oh yeah, is my hey is uh, my poster made of America Ferrar art? I mean, I don't see how you could not call that art. The guy who printed it at uh, Office Depot thought so. Yeah, I bet he did. He loved it. What he say? He was like. This is Ugly Betty. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. See, and then he started going off. You got listing it. episodes of Ugly Betty that were, uh huh. Yeah. Betty Lafaya. Uh-huh. That's right. She, uh, you know what? I think it's art. Look at her. She's smiling at me right yeah, now. Right? What up, girl? <laughs> you traveling in them pants? Uh, so we, as oh, yeah. treasure hunters, oh, yeah. art connoisseurs, mm-hmm. have found the perfect piece of art. Now, Paul, I'm gonna let you do the honors of opening this thing. We get but... some un- unboxing. We're going to do a little unboxing video of this art. Okay. Uh, it's it's a large piece of art, as you can see. Uh, and those listening, it's... Get a blade. Uh, those listening right now, I'm, I'm holding a cardboard box that's roughly, I'd say, three foot by two foot, um, about an inch thick. So I'm guessing this is a canvas. Paul has told me he's found the perfect piece of art. I'm ready to see it. I'm guessing oh, yeah. this is I'm a canvas of some type. I'm uh, excited for you to see it. Okay, let's 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 see what happens with this. She is, and uh, and we will. And I'm I'll make sure that we edit this one up for the YouTube so we can see it. Uh huh. Oh yeah, I'm for sure. Yeah, I'm for sure clipping this. We're putting it on TikTok. This is the best piece of art on earth. Okay, we're putting this everywhere because the people need to see. Okay. Oh man, I'm excited! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, put this. <laughs> I'm looking at the return address right now. It looks like he purchased this from Turn Me Royal. Turn Me Royal yeah. is, is who sent this to us. Okay, this is huge. This is enormous. Oh my god! Is 
it over there? On that yes. Side? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that oh. is... That, this is truly the most wonderful piece of art I've ever oh. seen. Uh, look wow. at that. Princess Keck. Oh, look at that. I'm, I'm turning into a pumpkin after homecoming. When they say Jeremy oh Royal, look at you. I mean, right? Look at you. Look at my feet. They're going to put me on wiki feet. I am your knight in shining armor. Yeah, you are. Let's, let's you just let me ride side Look at this like bad boy. You just let me ride. I'm going to fall off. Yeah. You better be careful. You're not going to fall off. I'm holding you up. I'm holding you up. You better hold me. Yep. You better hold me tight. Yep. I got you right there. <laughs> oh, how freaking amazing. This is, is that? wild. Oh, my goodness. This is better than I thought it was going to be. I know. I'm and so it, handsome. I mean, not man. fuck handsome. I'm so beautiful. I'm a pretty, pretty princess. Man, this thing oh is. Oh, my God. Yeah, I got a sword. Guys, I want to thank everyone for joining our podcast on Ooh. art. Thank you for viewing the finest piece of art in the history of America. We're going to have to name it something. Yeah. Um,. Uh, El Horso? That's not. That's not it. But El Horso. I think Cap. Cap, uh, No, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Or if you have any ideas. Ooh, yeah. If you have an idea for what we should, what? Come on, Flamers. Come on, Flamers. Arson Club Flamers. Teach us. Tell us what we should name this this piece of art. And in the meantime, visit us on thebottomboyscast.com. We got a show. We got a show coming up. We're going to be at the Rhino in North Kansas City on September. September 23rd, that's a Saturday. Doors are at 7, shows at 8. You can get your tickets in advance for $12 at therhinokc.com or you can pay $15 at the door. But why would you do that when you can save $3? It's going to be an awesome show. We're going to have Rod Reyes. We're going to have Casey Famous. We're going to have ourselves. And uh, I'm, I'm going to go out to some open mics and maybe find some fresh blood Ooh. like a hungry vampire. They don't... Uh... And Rhino's not spelled with an H. No, it's uh, the Rhino is spelled R-I-N-O because it's short for River North, KC folks. Um, yeah, visit our website. Check out the merch. Check out the zine. We've we got, got t-shirts. t-shirts. Yep, we got t-shirts. We got stickers. We're about to have some more. Uh, if you come out to the show, you will actually be one of the first 50 people to get your Arson Club official member pin. And I'm sure we might even we might even have some options for how you could take a take your own copy of this <laughs> beauty home. It's yeah. pretty uh it's something special. Look at that. Look at these flowers. This is this is popping. I mean This ain't no pears in a bowl. No, this is no pears in a Woo. bowl. No pears in a bowl. You know my left foot. No. You can see both my two feet. Two left foot. You can see both right my here. feet. <laughs> Alright, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Follow Woo. us on everything. Bottom boys. Out. Out.